Welcome into another edition of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Handel, and in this episode, I will have a guest on to preview the Bucks Heat first round NBA playoffs series. Um, but before we get the, to that, because that is tomorrow at 4.30 on TNT, uh, I do want to give a rundown of the games today that uh, that happened in the first round to kick off the NBA playoffs. Uh, Sixers are now up 1-0. They beat the Nets 121-101. Celtics handled the Hawks. Uh, they're up 1-0 in their series. Knicks handled the Cavs, but it wasn't. It was close. Um, it was a close game, but the Knicks came out on top. And then the Kings won their first playoff game in, I think, 17 years. Uh, so, great start for the Kings in their series. I think that that, that one is going to be a long series. I think that the Warriors are going to punch back. They have Curry, Thompson, Draymond, all these experienced guys, Kevin Looney, who have been – who have been in the playoffs um, and and been together for a long period of time. So I think that they're going to make that a series. I think that the Kings are not going to back down too. Obviously they took the one all lead. And I think that they have a special group of, of players that can um, potentially win that series. So that one I could see going either way. Um, I prefer the Kings to win just because they've had so many years of, not being competitive um, in recent memory and uh, not making the playoffs and, and things like that. So it's, it's good to see them kind of um, they're rebuilding for some years. And now they get, now they got all these young guy, all these younger guys that are, have been together for a few years now from, from the previous drafts and they're, they're kind of working and, and meshing together um, over time. And now it's, you know, paying dividends. So, it's good to see that. Obviously, you got the Mike Brown, old old, old assistant coach of the Warriors, um, storyline there as far as that goes. So he has a lot of familiarity with the Warriors, obviously. Um, so that'll be something to watch as well. Um, but I think that the Knicks-Cavs series could, could go either way too. I think that the, I would say that probably the Cavs would win that series. Um, but I think that the Knicks... You know, the show the Cavs lost tonight, but I think that the Cavs are going to come back and potentially win that series. I think that that one could go five or six games. Um, and then the Celtics, I think that the Celtics are, they're really good. Um, and I know that that's, you know, not earth shattering to say, but they're really good and they're really deep. So I think that. You know, going into going into today, I thought eh, maybe the Hawks could win one to, to make it five, but I think that the Celtics that might be a sweep. Um, I mean, potentially, if the Hawks when they have their two games at home in the series, they could have a game where Trey Young goes off and he goes for like forty five and he like leads them to victory type deal. Um, but I think that overall, the at most that series is going five. Celtics are going to win. And the Nets, I think that the Nets, they lost today. I think the Nets are two player, two key players away from being like legit. 
Um, but I, I do think, um, and I, I've said this since the Kevin Durant trade, I think that the Nets did a great job of getting real good value in that trade. They knew that Kevin Durant didn't want to be there anymore. Um, he came there and obviously it was Brooklyn and it was, oh, I want to be there. But I think that over time he got to the point where that feeling reversed itself to I don't want to be there. And if, when you know a player doesn't want to be with you, you want to trade him. So similar to, you know, different sport, similar to, um, you know, Rodgers with, with the Packers. Um, Aaron Rodgers had so, so, so many good years with the Packers. And obviously I'm comparing two different sports, but it's, it's a similar thing about, you know, Rodgers loved Green Bay, loved Green Bay, and he still does. Um, but he's obviously made a point blank weeks weeks and weeks ago on the Mac, Pat McAfee show, I want to play for the Jets. So clearly he doesn't want to be with the Packers. Otherwise he would say, oh, I want to come back to the Packers. So you have a situation with Kevin Durant. Um, although I think Rodgers and Durant are, are different personalities. So I think, you know, I think, you know, that that plays into it too where they're they're just different personalities you know they 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 operate differently um and things like that but you know durant didn't want to be in brooklyn anymore and they did a great job to um you know they got miles bridges who i think is a very good three three four on a on a playoff team like he was really good with the suns and they got cam johnson who's a really good shooter um, he could be a really strong rotation piece for a team, a nice six man um, type thing who who can fill in and start here and there occasionally, but he's not a main guy. And then I think, I believe if memory serves correct, they got a pick or two in that deal, I think. Um, but they did really good in that trade. You know, they knew Durant wasn't going to resign and they got value for him. So um, and they're they're in Brooklyn. So I think that, you know, that, that's an attractive spot for, for free agents, um, you know, living style and, and things like that. Um, but, yeah, I think that the playoffs are going to be good. I think that both brackets on each conference are have a lot of really good matchups. I mean, we look ahead tomorrow. We got the Bucks game, which we're going to talk about. Um, Lakers, Grizzlies. You got the Clippers, Suns. You got... Timberwolves Nuggets. I think Timberwolves Nuggets. I think that Nuggets will win that series, but I think that I'm glad the Timberwolves won last night against the Thunder because I think just just the fact of Gobert and Towns can can body up Jokic down low and, and, and frustrate him a little bit, make him work type deal. Um, and obviously they got Anthony Edwards who's really good um, as well. So. There's that, and I think obviously I think Nuggets Nuggets will win that series probably in in four or five, but I think each game is going to be close. Um, and and the, the the Wolves are they're you know kind of a little bit like the 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 Nets who I just talked about. They're a few pieces away from being legit, um, and I think. Suns, Clippers, that series can go either way. I probably would say the Suns can win just based on the fact that Clippers have injuries um, 
with Paul George apparently not being ready yet to come back. Um, I think I heard. And then Kawhi Leonard, I think, is, is back now, but he's had nagging injuries type thing. Lakers, Grizzlies, what's crazy is obviously, you know, everybody in LA is gonna gonna say all the markets in LA are gonna say, oh, the Lakers are in the playoffs. And it's like, yeah, but the Lakers are an eight seed and like they barely finished over five hundred and you know, just because they have LeBron James and Anthony Davis, everybody thinks that they're gonna be, you know, a true title contender. And I think that that's ridiculous i mean you got teams who have proven it over the course of the year like the suns the nuggets you know the bucks the celtics you could go on and on about other teams that that have proven i mean even the sixers i don't, I don't think the sixers are going to win it all um because past playoffs with similar roster that they have now they've kind of not gotten as far as they want to and they've kind of you know underperformed in the playoffs everybody thinks so they're gonna get to the eastern and i don't think that they've even got to a conference finals um so with their main core that they've they have now and they've had for the last few years um but yeah i mean you have those i mean even the kings the kings you know, the Kings are so much better than the Lakers, in my opinion. Like, they're, and obviously it shows with the seed. The Kings are the three seed. Um, so I think overall landscape of the playoffs, really, really good. Should be really good. I mean, the Kings Warriors game tonight was amazing to watch. Um, so, yeah, but getting to, to the real topic of, of conversation, I did want to go through the playoffs in general um because you know it's the playoffs and we have really good matchups to to look for for two sides and i just I, I wanted to talk about those as well as talk about the bucks them you know our favorite team on this podcast so the bucks play the heat tomorrow 4 30 on tnt and you know, before before the NBA title season, I would have said, you know, because last night was the Bulls Heat game, and whoever wins plays the Bucks, and you know, people would say, oh, who who do you want to win? Who do you want to play the who do who do you want to play the Bucks? And before the title year, I would say, well, I don't want to face the Heat. I don't want to face the Heat because they're they're the Bucks kryptonite, like they're Spolstra, and it's a tough place you know heat heat normally their identity a lot of times more or less is to play defense and, and to, to really grind on you as far as you know for a full game um but the title year they they exercise those demons so so to speak they they beat the heat um and they went and they went on to win the title so this year i mean i mean in in all actuality like it shouldn't matter if the bulls were to win like the bucks would probably beat the bulls Heat won. Bucks will probably beat the Heat. The Heat might win one game, um, but I think that the Bucks should should handle the Heat because um, they're the number one seed and they're like really good. Um, versus the Heat, they've had their ups and downs and um, type thing. So I think 
the Bucks. It'll be important to, you know, it's important for for their their health of, of their team. They have no no injuries. I, I believe everybody's off the injury report, so um, that's that's really good um, going into the series because they had Grayson, they had Pat, um, they had Chris, who all had recent injuries that you're like, are they going to be okay for for the for the playoffs? But they were, they were okay, and then it really helped them to get the number one seed because that gave them a pretty much a week to rest, and they didn't have to go through. Obviously, you know they were the one seed though, so they didn't even have to think about the play-in. But you have all these teams, especially the team the team that the Bucks are going to face, that had to go through the play-in game. The, the Heat, I believe, had to win two games to get to this point. So they're probably you know although they had today off Saturday, you know they're they're somewhat rested but they they've had to work and grind to get to this point so you know and and you would say oh they, they had a week off you know did is that going to make them rusty well, it, it might make them rusty um but but um but i think that it's it, it's a it's a series that you know you look at the heats roster you know, they got Bam Adebayo, Tyler Hero, Jimmy Butler, Gabe Vincent, Max Struess, Caleb Martin, Kyle Lowry, Kevin Love, Zeller, Paz Udonis, who's, I mean, he doesn't really play anymore. He's, he's basically, I mean, he's basically a coach. I mean, pretty much. And I think that, you know, that's not a bad thing. It's just he hasn't played it. You know, he's. He's a he's a vet on a team that you know he, that's what he does. He gives good good vet experience, good good advice, things like that to young guys. But I think Jimmy Butler has been a really th- a thorn in the buck side in the past, um, especially with the Bulls when he was with the Bulls and even with the Heat. Um, but Jimmy Butler is a guy that he's a volume shooter, so he's very good but he typically shoots a lot of shots. So like yesterday he shot 24 shots, field goals, and he made 11. Like he's going to jack up a bunch of shots. So that's something to look for in the series. Um, Jay Crowder, the Bucks got Jay Crowder now. Jay Crowder's now on the good guys um, team. So he's that's going to be great for the Bucks to have Jay Crowder defending these guys. That, that takes pressure off of Giannis, off of Chris, because in the past before they had Jay Crowder, they had to have Giannis, they had to have Chris work and work and work and work on the defensive end, and that kind of went, wore them down a little bit. So Jay Crowder's able to lessen a little bit of that um, burden on on those type of players. I mean, Giannis and Chris do a great job, but you know it can be taxing. So and another thing too is Bam Adebayo, Bam Adebayo versus Brooke Lopez. I think that that's something to watch. Bam had a rough game yesterday. Yesterday in the play-in, one of nine, but he he still made an impact. Um, he had 17 rebounds, so it's about box. Obviously, boxing out, getting him off the boards. He's gonna get some rebounds, but lessening those. So it's it's kind of like a really good scorer. You have to make him more. You know, he's gonna get his, but you have to lessen that. Well, this is a really good rebounder. He's going to get his, but you have you can't let him go for twenty boards because that means probably a bunch of second chances and, and things like that. So, um, 
so yeah, I think, and then on the flip side for the Bucks, they got Giannis, Chris Drew, um, you know, Grayson's going to be back. They have Connaughton. Um, they got, they got Bobby. I mean, they got, they got a full, full deck of cards. Javon Carter. I mean, you could go up and down, down the roster. Um, all you, all you pod, all you podcasting big A uh, listeners know what I'm talking about as far as um, their roster. And you've, you've known their, their kind of ride to where they are now um, in the season. And I'm excited um, for the game tomorrow. And yeah, well, we have Mark on the show today. So Mark's going to talk for a few minutes on what he thinks about the series, how he thinks it's going to go. Um, you know, I'll, before I, I bring him in, I'll just give my quick synopsis. So, you know, tomorrow you got game one um, of the series. And I just think that um, the the game one of the series, and we're going to come back with more on that after this break. Back here on the Big A Sports Show, I'm your host, Emmy Annell. Kind of, we we talked about the NBA playoffs, uh, the, the playoff picture um, into the series um, with the Bucks and other, other matchups. And I kind of broke down the series a little bit, but I just want to give my, my, quick, my quick other thoughts. Um, before I pass it over to Mark to let, let him talk um, and give his thoughts. You know, I, I talked about Bam Adebayo keeping him off the glass, and Brooke Lopez has had a spectacular season with the Bucks. He needs to be re-signed, he's, and he wants to be in Milwaukee, it sounds like. So, you know, he's he's his value to the team. Like, obviously Giannis, Drew, Chris, they have the, they have their own value as well, but, like, Brooks value in and of itself is like just the same as those other three. He when Brooks Brooks out of the lineup, there's there's a few games this season, this regular season, when Brooke was out of the lineup where he was like dinged up and hurt and nag had a nagging injury, you saw that where that loss was known. And you know, he does so much for their defense, he does you know, all these block shots he has, all this stuff, pick and rolls, you know, setting other guys up. He does so much for this Bucks team. And um, he's he's a true, true weapon for them because he's, you know, he, he's, and another thing is chemistry. They've been, these guys have all been together, you know, all these, for the most part, this team is, is, been together by and large, you know, throughout the title year, things like that. So they have that chemistry. They have that kind of unspoken, you know, where, where they know where they're, they're going to be type thing. And, you know, especially Brooke Lopez, like he's, he's incredible. Like he's, you know, and, and I think he's ever since he got to the box, like Mike Budenholzer kind of unlocked something extra with, with him and, and, and kind of knowing, you know, how he operates and, and where he can be best. Um, because like before he got to the Bucks, he was, he was pretty good, but he wasn't like, like, I mean, he was very pretty, pretty good. You know, I wanted to give him his respect, but he wasn't as good as he is now. Like, and he's been for the Bucks. Like it's, it's crazy. And it's, you know, so I think that he's, he's a key. I think that that matchup against Adebayo is a key um, in the series. And I, you know, Jimmy Butler, 
Max Struess, it's key to not let him go off because he went off in the in the playing game yesterday, and that was a big key to the Heat's victory. So, you know, he's a guy that can hit the three and, and, and do it well. Um, but you got to, you know, it's I know in the past, you know, as good as the Bucks have been is, you know, defending the three has been, been one of their, one of their bugaboos is, you know, who's, you know, they, they struggle defending the three. And I think, I hope that, you know, they, they don't go under, under screens as much in the series and, and the kind of, you know, make sure that they're in, in, especially Max Struess's airspace to not let him get so many easy looks, because I think that, you know, anno- annoying role players t- like that, you know, can can have an impact on a series. So I think that that's another thing. And then after that, I think that probably those are the two biggest keys. Also, I think one more key is Spolstra. I think that Spolstra, I know coaches can only do so much, but Spolstra is just, just like amazing. Like he's, he maximizes his talent. And not to say he doesn't have talent, he has talent, but he's, you know, everybody thought, oh, back back when they had LeBron, everybody thought, oh, well, LeBron's just, you know, he's, he's LeBron's making Spolstra look good. And then, like, LeBron leaves years ago, and then Spolstra's got other guys that aren't as good as LeBron, and he still takes them to the playoffs. And, like, you know, they, although, although, you know, a few years ago in the bubble, they, the, Heat beat the Bucks in the bubble, and like they did it, they were, you know, and part of that is Spolstra. Like he's he's incredible. I know Boonholzer for the Bucks is incredible. We ball as well. We all love Mike Bud, but you know you got to give Spolstra his, his his credit because he's you know there's a reason why he's been the Heat's coach for many 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 years is because he's he's really good at coaching. So. um Mark, I'll bring you in, and you can give your thoughts, and then we'll wrap it up with a prediction for the series. And, yeah. All right, sounds good, Adam. Yeah, I'm excited for the series starting tomorrow. Um, I think the Bucks should be favorites in this series. It uh, was interesting this regular season. We didn't really get to see these teams at full strength up at that much because the there was a couple games the Bucks lost to the Heat in Miami where Giannis and Middleton did not play, which is not going to be the case tomorrow um, in Game One. So that's uh, obviously a huge thing to consider there. And a couple of things too, you know, like you said, Adam, a lot of Bucks fans might have been, you know, scared of the Heat, especially when they got them two years ago after they were dispatched in the bubble unexpectedly. These these teams have changed a lot, you know. Like like you said, Jay Crowder, who was just torturing the Bucks in the bubble from three, is now on the Bucks side. Goran Dragic, who tortured the Bucks in the bubble, is now on the Bucks side. Um, Drew Holiday, you know, we saw two years ago what the difference that made in the Bucks' offense with having a point guard that can shoot the three a, a lot better and be a much better threat from the perimeter versus what they had in Eric Bledsoe, and that helped him a lot in that series. And then just I think it's really interesting to see kind of the evolution of the Bucks, not just with players but offensively and defensively. 
Offensively, they really focus on making sure they have enough shooters for Giannis at all times. That really helped them a lot in 2021, and I think this year they are the deepest they've ever been with shooters. Grayson Allen, above 40% this year. Javon Carter has been really good from three this year. You still have people like Joe Ingles, who's been in the league several years and has been above 40%, which is considered really, really good in the NBA. So they got a lot of people surrounding Giannis to take the pressure off him where he doesn't have to score 40 a night if he doesn't need to. Of course, we know he all can. I think he's had three 50-point games this year. So it's still possible. We've seen him be great in the playoffs the last couple of years. I would not expect anything else. But just the fact that John Horst has done a really good job, John Horst, the general manager of the Bucks, has done a really good job surrounding Giannis with players that complement him. And I think that will help them a lot in this playoff run. And you were mentioning Adam Brook Lopez. Uh, he's been great this year. Like you said, you can, you can tell – a huge difference when he's in the game versus when he's not. And the two the two big people on the heat that the Bucks are going to have to stop is, is Bam Adebayo and Brooke Lopez. And some things to look out, or not not Brooke Lopez, Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler. Uh, for Bam Adebayo, what the Bucks are probably going to make him do is shoot mid-range shots. He's not really a three-point shooter. And they're going to try to cut off the easy lay-ins and dunks by having Brooke Lopez kind of drop back further and Giannis will be around as well to, to block some of those shots. And if Bam Adebayo makes a lot of the mid-rangers, then that will definitely help out the Heat a lot. If he misses them, they're going to have a hard time scoring on the Bucks. I feel like. Um, Jimmy Butler is another guy who he is really good. He can create his own shot. You know, He's not really a three-point shooter, but he's a really good mid-range guy. We've seen, Adam, what... Um, Wes Matthews can do in the playoffs. He had a really good game last week against the Bulls where he held DeMar DeRozan, I think, under 10 points. And the Bucks have a lot of options they can throw at Jimmy Butler. They got Wes Matthews. They can put Drew Holiday on him. They can put Giannis on him. Jay Crowder, like you said. So it's not really just going to be one guy that's going to be having to deal with him all game. They're going to do a rotation. And like you were saying – it's going to be up to other guys on the Heat to score because if you if you hold Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo to you know twenty points at most for both of them, it's going to be hard for the Heat to score a hundred, hundred five, hundred ten points, which is what they're going to need at minimum to beat the Bucks. They have a lot of guards that can get hot at some points, but are not really consistent. Tyler Hero, we've seen him. Have some really big games against the Bucks a couple of years ago, right in the bubble, um, and then also he had—I think he was not very good in the the series two years ago on the sweep that the Bucks had of the Heat, but he can score a lot from three. Max Struess, like you were saying, he had a big game in the play-in. Um, Kyle Lowry, as Bucks fans are very familiar with Kyle Lowry from all those games against Toronto, he is not as not as good as he used to be, not as quick anymore, not as good of a shooter, but he can still go off um, and have a decent game. And then also Kevin Love. They picked him up uh, in the buyout market after free agency, and Kevin Love can still shoot the three if needed as well. So that is something the Bucks are going to try to limit. They 
kind of made a change in their defensive strategy versus last year. Everybody remembers. I hate to even bring it up, but uh, where Boston made all those corner threes. And they've made adjustments where they're going to not let that happen as much. They're going to get out on the shooters and let people like Brooke Lopez and Giannis try to take on the the players that are driving to the basket one-on-one versus trying to help and then leave someone wide open. So hopefully we'll see more of that. And um, I'm excited for um, how Bud is going to implement the the guys that we did not really see last year. Javon Carter, a lot of people were critical of Mike Boonholzer, which I think was fair, especially now seeing what Javon Carter is doing. But I think Carter's improved. Uh, Carter is really good defensively. He's a can be a huge pest on whatever guards for the Heat happen to be having a good game offensively, and we didn't really see him that much last year. It was a lot of George Hill. So that'll be something nice to see. And then also Joe Ingles. He was a offseason addition for people not familiar how they got him. He was an offseason addition from the Utah Jazz. It was a, a one-year veterans deal, veterans minimum deal. And he's a really good ball handler that can give someone, give, like Drew Holiday, a break where he doesn't always have to bring up the ball the whole game. And he can create his own offense. I really have liked the Joe Ingles and Brooke Lopez pick and roll at him. That's been very successful. And I think it'll be nice to see what he can do in the playoffs. And then, of course, Chris Middleton, which we did not see last year, which was probably the biggest reason they did not win the title, will be back. And he's had some big games against the Heat in his career. Takes a lot of pressure off Giannis. And then Jay Crowder, another guy who can defend – wing players they were probably one or two wing guys short last year especially with middleton being out so crowder can be streaky uh, bucks fans know this you know he has had some games where he it seems like he does not miss a three and then there's been other other times where it seems like he cannot make a three so we will see how that goes but i think those would be welcome additions for the bucks this um this playoff run I would expect, I would expect the Bucks to finish this series pretty quickly. I would say maybe Miami might get a game or two, but we know how this goes in the NBA. A lot of these games are not blowouts, especially in the playoffs. It's going to come down to close games, and I think the Bucks have done mostly a pretty good job this year of. Um, winning close games. We did see after the All-Star break, they did have some losses where they had leads in the fourth quarter and they let them disappear, unfortunately. But you'd rather have that happen in the regular season versus the playoffs. So hopefully they've learned their lessons. And I think as well, the Heat, they are a lot of pressure is on their top three players with Hero and Butler and Adebayo. Especially Adebayo, if you get him in foul trouble, they really don't have many people that can guard Giannis or Brooke Lopez. So that's a big problem, and I think the the Bucks are just bigger defensively to give them problems, and they're more skilled, more deep. And I like the Bucks to win this series, and hopefully start the playoff run. They have the number one seed, so the playoffs should run through the Bucks should run through Pfizer Forum. So technically, they don't really have to win a road game at all to win the, the title, which, of course, we don't want. We want them to still win the road games, but it's nice to know that they'll have the home court advantage. And 
Also, we're looking a little bit ahead here. Assuming the Bucks win this series, which hopefully they will, they will not have to face Boston or Philadelphia, which I think are definitely the the other two top teams in the East. It would be where Boston and Philly would have to play each other, and then the Bucks would get whoever after that, if they were to advance. So uh, this is a big year for the Bucks franchise. Like you said, Adam, Brooke Lopez is a free agent after this year. Chris Middleton is. Some of the veterans, we're not sure you know, if they're going to stay after this year, like Jay Crowder and Joe Ingles. So this is definitely a very big playoff run for them. Hopefully we can see him win the title. And um, I would say, mm, do I want to give the, the Heat a game? I say just in case the Bucks have a stinker in one of these games in the Heat, I will say the Bucks will win this series in five games and then advance on to the next round. And hopefully... We see a good game tomorrow. The uh, the Bucks are coming off a long rest, like you said, Adam, but they've still been practicing a lot, so we're not worried about that. Coach Bud's going to make sure they're locked in. Giannis is not going to let people slack off during the break. Okay, There's no doubt that he's still going to be on these people. Drew Holiday is still going to be on them. And Fiserv will be rocking. Um, a lot of people, if, you, if any of our listeners go to the games, they might see... There is a playoff uh, facade picture on Pfizer Forum with the Bucks starting lineup on there, so I thought that was pretty cool. And hopefully we're looking at a parade in June celebrating another Bucks title. We'll hand over to Big A to close us up. Yeah, I think that the Bucks. I agree with you. I think Bucks in five. I think that the Heat will win a, a game in the series, and it will probably be in Miami. Um, as good as the Bucks have been um this year they're the number one seed and they're you know that for a reason they're they're really 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 good um and really deep but they've struggled in miami this year um i know they had one where they lost in miami this year might have had two um but i know for sure one um early this year and I know in years past, that's a place where they typically, you know, they'll win a few, but they typically lose or they typically struggle in, in Miami. Um, it's it's a tough place to play um, in a tough environment. So I think that the Heat um, might, might get hot for a game and, 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 and win one in Miami. Um, and But I think Bucks and Five... Best case is Bucks and four because then they get to rest before the next series. But um, I think Bucks and five. I think that you know the, the Heat are going to be a, a tough match um, in the sense that they're they're going to make the Bucks work for everything they get. You know, versus if the Bucks were to play the Bulls, the Bulls. Um, I think I memory serves right. The Bulls this year weren't the greatest defensive team. Um, which would play to the Bucks' strength of you know scoring a bunch of points, but I think the Bucks will still be able to put up a, a great amount of points in this series, even despite the Heat's solid defense most of the time. But I think that Bucks, Bucks in five, um, hopefully Bucks in four, and we can move on to the next series and either play the Knicks, Knicks as the Cavs, um, 
and the Cavs could give could give the Bucks some trouble just because they got the the twin towers with Jared Allen and and, and um, Evan Mobley, but I think that the and some other guys obviously Donovan Mitchell players like that Darius Garland, but I think that you know Bucks are the number one seed for a reason. They they worked all year to get the number one seed and 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 to close it out to to make sure that they have the home like like you said Mark the the home court court advantage we we know when Fiserv can get rocking um everybody loves watching a game at Fiserv um you know if you're a Bucks fan and and they're on the winning side so i think Bucks Bucks and Bucks and 4 or 5 and i think that they they get it off to a good start tomorrow and you know start the series off 1-0 and then obviously the other series they should be good um for the most part, hopefully entertaining. Hopefully, hopefully, a lot of games, much like the Kings Warriors game that just happened tonight, um, because that was fantastic. Um, it was great to see the Kings Arena rocking um, for after having so many years of not making the playoffs. It, it was good to see the Kings light the beam tonight, um, as the, as they love to do when they win, um, because. Those those Kings fans, especially if you're you're a diehard, loyal Kings fan, much like um, we are on this show, as far as the Bucks fandom goes, as far as being a diehard, um, you know, me, Mark, um, my uh, brother, uh, we've we've all been brother Nate. We've always all been um, Bucks fans our whole life, and we lives, and we've we 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 went through the the tough parts. Um, in the very, you know, as fans, we we went through that as as well as as well as some other fans who have you know have been diehard fans their their whole lives and they've been loyal. Um, you know, we 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 went through the the fifteen win season years ago, and now it's great to see the Bucks win the title. Um, a few years back when they did um, over the Suns, and hopefully they can win another one this year because that'd be outstanding to see so but yeah that's the episode for big a sports show and i do plan to do um potentially a a episode coming up here um nfl draft related episode i I think i I might do a a solo nfl draft episode um i want to talk about the packers i want to talk about uh, give give my give my two cents on the Rogers stuff. Um, talk about the Packers. I'm very excited for the draft because you know nor, most years the Packers have had a late late twenties pick or, or even thirty or thirty one or thirty two. This year, for unfortunate reasons, they're higher in the draft because they had a year where they didn't make the playoffs. So I want to talk about you know their needs kind of thing who who they should draft who they should target i also kind of want to talk about just a general look at at the first round for other teams um probably not get too in depth about going pick by pick um but i'll 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 give my general thoughts on um the draft because i'm i'm very excited for 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 the draft this year because it you know it's it's big for the packers especially you know with with rogers on his way out um because you know that now they have Jordan Love and they're they're gonna need you know they have some good talent on the roster now but they're gonna need to you know they're, they're always a draft and develop team 
who who hardly dips into free agency and drafts are, are huge for them so it's it's going to be fun to, to see who are the next members of the green and gold um kind of what what their philosophy is going into this and also you know i would assume rogers would get traded before the draft you would assume but there is a chance that they drag it out more but i would assume it, it gets done before the draft so we we might have extra picks from from you know i'm hoping the packers get the 13th pick from the jets um because you know i think rogers is worth that um he's aaron Rodgers, and i know that the past couple of years he hasn't played up to that standard of you know first ballot hall of famer out of this world he's been very solid but um you know he's he's been good but he hasn't been you know out of this world um i don't i think that's fair to say but um you know, I think that, you know, a lot of people are saying, well, well, what if Rogers only plays one more year? Well, then that's the risk you're taking, you know, like, I just feel like I don't, I don't think that they'll get a first round pick because I think the Jets have dug their heels in so, so much that they're not going to, and Packers too have dug their heels in about like, we're not, we want the first round pick, but it might get to a point where the Packers just say, all right, we're, we're sick of this, you know we could still get solid value, you know, maybe get a second round pick this year and get a pick that can turn, you know, cause people have said they could get a pick that can turn into a first based on different, different factors. Um, but um, yeah. So I think that, that that'll be interesting to see, you know, the turnout of the Rogers trade, what they do, who they get, um in the draft because you know i i've always loved loved the draft and it's just great so anyways i do plan to do an episode on the draft um coming up here within the next two weeks before before the big event um give my first first and foremost my thoughts on the packers and then just just a general look at the rest of the first round so until i talk to you all again it has been another edition of big a sports show i'm your host anime handle and go bucks